Welcome to Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero, hosted by me, Mark David Christensen. And me, Kate Thompson. And we have a very special guest. Oh my God. Very excited that we got him here. It's the man behind Hellboy underscore news on Twitter. Um, it is Ethan Baird. Yeah. Hello, Ethan. <laughs> you come from all the way overseas. Yep. You're here on vacation, which yeah. happened to coincide with Hellboy Day, which we'll start. We'll talk about. It didn't happen. That was fully intended. Very fully intended. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was only coincidence. <laughs> Most Hellboy fans are like, yeah, it would never be a coincidence. No. <laughs> That's amazing. But um. It was so great that we were able to sneak you in on this. It's so great that I was here. able to be here because, like, I listen to you guys, so it's it's weird. Like, <laughs> you're human beings. This isn't right. just like a... <laughs> just not, no, like, disembodied voice. Exactly. Now it's, it's just like, not a, yeah, yeah, there's a face to it. Yeah, actual people. I love it's it. It's so exciting. Yeah, it's so exciting to, to meet a listener yeah. as well. Like, for us, it's like, Oh man! Does anyone listen to this? Are we just yeah, talking that's the into thing. the void? Yeah. That's what that was my assumption. I was like, at least I'll have a recording of my voice for uh, you know, you kids. Yeah. When I pass yeah. away, I'll have it. Yeah, if we do it for the it. archives, we don't do it for the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> it's uh, mostly a book club that yeah. other people can listen to. Pretty much, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely what it is, and then you have to hear our opinions on crazy stuff. Well, Dave, you yeah. do it for the money. <laughs> yeah, I do it for you, all that money. For that all the money, real, all that money I'm getting, which is I mean, zero. <laughs> am I not getting paid for this? Is this <laughs> um, <laughs> I, let me push stop. <laughs> we can't afford that. <laughs> uh, I love it. So you came out here. Where you tell the, our listeners where you're originally from and where so, you traveled to for I'm, Hellboy Day? Originally from uh, the south of France, I come from from a city called Toulouse, which is also known as the Pink City. Cool. It's beautiful, it's gorgeous, it's everything that you love about France, but in like one city. Nice. And uh, we had to get a plane to Paris. And then once we were in Paris, we had like 40 minutes to uh, to get like change to the plane to Los Angeles. Nerve wracking. Because wow. yeah, because uh, the plane in Toulouse was late because the people who control the air traffic were on strike. So, oh my God. Uh, so that was that was stressful. But we got there, we got on the plane, everything was fine. And then 12 hours all the way over to Los Angeles and my uncle picked us up at the airport. We were awake for over 48 hours. Oh my gosh. It was... Just losing your minds completely. Yeah. We, yeah. we stayed awake as well until the evening so that we could, uh, so jet lag. Yeah, we you're just, just trying to make it normal. Yeah. Did you have like a bunch of check bags and stuff like that? We had one. Okay. We had, uh, we had a big suitcase where I was going to put all my hellbow shit in. Yeah. That I was going to buy over the over the week. Nice. Oh yeah. And, uh, and then we just had little luggage. So it okay. was Fine. We could just slip that on the plane. Everything was good though, like nothing. Yeah. Okay, nothing good. got lost. Nothing. <sighs> crossing our fingers for for today. I'm, I bet you'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like Hopefully. the yeah. That sounds like the worst part of it is it right at the beginning of your trip to have yeah. that strike happening. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. It was kind of like, sorry guys, you have to sit in this plane for the next fifty minutes <sighs> because we can't leave, and we're like, oh. ah. Well, I'm glad you guys so made it. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah you made have it. Have you visited your uncle out here before? Yeah, uh, I mean, I visited him when I was like tiny. Yeah, but this. Is the first time as like an actual adult that, that that's I actually, so cool. yeah, that's I'm great. Cool. And you guys are liking it? Yeah. Oh my god. Cool. It's it's insane. I could literally this entire podcast could just be filled up with everything that I have to say about this city. But like, wow, I'll spare cool. you. The, <laughs> well, I do want to hear. Like, cool, before though, we get into great. Hellboy Day and uh, and the Hellboy stuff, yeah, I do want to hear. Like, give me your like top three highlights of LA. That of you, LA? Yeah. Okay. So we did Universal, and Universal is 
always amazing. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember doing it when I was a kid, but I cannot remember like I can like little vague things. Sure. But like this time was like like, oh shit, I've actually done this before. This yeah. is <laughs> it was really fun. And then we uh after that, I guess like going for street tacos, because yeah. Ooh, they're the best oh, here. My <laughs> God. We went to a really nice restaurant and it was like Oh my, it blew my head off, but like the, <laughs> the flavor was amazing. What, do you remember what it was? What the uh, restaurant I was? can't remember what the name no, was. No problem. It, was, it was my aunt and uncle. The, the there are good places to eat out here. I think like yeah. LA gets yeah. overlooked for good restaurants, but it's Absolutely. very like, decent. Yeah. Most of the food that you guys have here, we don't have in France. Like in France, it's a lot more like cuisine type sure. restaurants. Whereas here it's like crap food that you can just shove into your mouth. Yeah. And we got that, that is the best food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you agree. We eat too much of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I would I would probably be obese if I lived here. So. It's tough. It's tough. That's why hiking is yeah. in LA. Yeah. yeah. Find a hill every day, eat what you want, but then climb it. That's that's what we gotta do. Just think I will be able to eat this burger when I get there. That's yeah. the that's the objective. <laughs> Great. I wanna uh jumping in, Ethan, I wanna hear when did you start getting into comic books? Okay. And and like, yeah, when when did that start? start for you well i um i was introduced to hellboy probably 14 years ago with the first film and it was people yeah Yeah. it was it was my obsession like when i was a kid and i think like i was ill quite a bit because i've just come to a different country and starting a new school all that kind of thing is is horrific so you know you don't really want to go when you're like seven eight years old and uh i um yeah so my dad got me uh well Hellboy and the Conqueror Worm, the comic, because he found out that the movie was actually from a comic. Oh, cool. And he got me the Mezco Lobster Johnson figure yeah. with it uh, to try and cheer me up. <laughs> and, uh, and ever since then, I've just, I have probably over 2,000 euros worth of comics in my room uh, alone. Yeah. And I, I, I love it. All the classics. And most of the new stuff, especially Image, is, is insane. But yeah. when it comes to Hellboy, I just, I have everything. It's That's so great. <laughs> I'm it. so happy that you get to come meet him here. Like, it's yeah. so cool. I'm yeah. like, I don't know. I, I feel like very spoiled that we just had to be like, we drove like... 30 minutes and we were like, a line? Oh my yeah, God. And then we were like, came here from France. We were like old curmudgeons, like having to drive a short distance to get in a line. It's like my knees crack and I want to And sit. then there's you who traveled such a distance. <laughs> Paid an insane amount of money. Yeah. Just to, but like the guy who was next to me, he he drove like 20 minutes to, yeah. to get there. Uh, if they're listening to this, Jeff and Josh, you were, you were great guys. You were, uh, you kept were me so, such cool people the, there. Yeah. Like that was, that was like such a huge part of the everyone's there day. for the same thing. So everyone one's like really nice with each other and it was it was great yeah, yeah it was, was like automatic camaraderie and uh, they were like oh my god i would have planned this so much better and like uh it's it's really badly organized and i was like i do not care i just want to meet my Mignola. Yeah. that's literally the only reason why yeah. i'm here <laughs> did you get to speak with him for like any yeah. for I, my, my experience was insane he said to me what number were you by the way i was 56 oh you're okay so you I were was pretty, pretty early you're, yeah. you're pretty high up there you're we were 101 and 102 yeah okay um you told me, because we had just been corresponding via like Instagram direct message or when he, all you said to me was, I just had a surreal experience with Mike Mignola. Yeah. So please, should I tell please us about elaborate. your Hellboy experience? Yeah. I would love to so hear Your Hellboy it. day oh experience God. with Mike Mignola. It was, it was like, it was insane. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, it, so I get, because I got in contact with uh, Earth 2 Comics beforehand to say, how do I get tickets, all this kind of thing? And I'm coming over from France, so I really don't want to miss it. And they were like, holy shit, you know, you're coming over from France. So they, 
they were like, okay, we'll come and talk to Carr, the guy who owns the shop, and and you know we'll we'll make sure that everything goes okay. Oh great! And uh, so I got into the queue when we when it was my turn to go into the shop. Like uh, I was just trying to be as friendly as possible with everyone. And uh, the the lady who was uh, doing the cake yeah. and all that kind of thing, we we started chatting and all this kind of stuff. And then when it was just before me, like going to meet Mike Mignola, I said to the guy who was, you know, checking that the line was okay. Uh, hi, you know, and he was like, oh, how was your trip and all this kind of thing. I was like, yeah, I, I, we came over from France. So that was insane. And he was like, oh my God, you're the guy from France. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> So he goes, hey, Carl, this is the guy from France, you know. And then they were like, oh, my God, thank you so much for coming and all this kind of thing. And then they gave me a free T-shirt, which I'm actually wearing. Uh, yeah. Really cool. Which is Earth 2. And uh, they were like, oh, we're so happy to have you here. And then they were like, okay, it's your turn to go and meet Mike. And uh, Mike Mignola actually said, oh, so you're the guy from France. You're this, <laughs> you're this mystical. They've been talking about you. <laughs> yeah, they, they like, they That's cool that they this. were so accommodating. Yeah, I love that. It, was, it was insane. So I, I, I go over to Mike and I'm like, I hope you don't mind. I have tons of stuff that I want you to sign. He was like, this, that's why I'm here. Yeah. And uh, we started chatting and I asked him about uh, what it's like to work with Duncan Figredo again. Yeah, uh, I don't know how to say that. Figredo. We mess up names on here, so you're welcome Again. to the family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Figredo. I think we looked it up. Yeah, yeah it's Figredo. Okay. I, uh, someone will correct Hopefully. us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's an amazing guy as well. He's he's amazing on Twitter. Yeah, he's my second, and he's my personal second favorite artist of Hellboy. Yeah, after Mike. Behind Mike. Yeah, Mike after Mike, he's, he's my second yeah. favorite. But Figredo is kind of like his. It's like Mike Mignola, but more detailed. It's 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 beautiful. It's beautiful work. Yeah. But I, I asked him about that, and he was like, "Yeah." It's 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 amazing. You know, I have some things that I want to propose to him, and we might be working on something else soon. And oh, I was cool. like, that, "That's really cool." Uh, I hope that can scoop. say that. <laughs> and then, what are you a reporter? Yeah, <laughs> hopefully someday. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then I, I go back, and they end up giving me like all this free shit and like the little cool. BPRD like um, boxes with like the like the the uh, the well, I can't, I think it's um, something collectibles skeleton crew. Oh, cool. They do like a uh, little, little artifact thing. Exactly. Yeah. And I got the bell from the third wish. Oh, that's oh, amazing. That's yeah. Very cool. They Which were, on, they nice. were out of those by the time we got up Oh, there, damn. I well, yeah. I think it was kind of like, they didn't have a lot when I was looking. So it must've been like the first few people who got there kind of. Yeah, that's got great. One. And then I got a little Hellboy plushie. And uh, I think you deserved all of this for <laughs> getting there. You have to travel <laughs> again. Let's point out again. We, we got up too late. We know people that got up at like 630 in the morning oh, to get God. there. We roll in at like 9.50. <laughs> We're I curmudgeons. It was yeah. 14 hours and way too much luggage. That was... That was my I hope you filled it up. You deserve to oh have all God, that Oh my God, I swag. did. Like my my suitcase is just... It's it's full. Jam-packed. Just Love Hellboy it. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I just got a nod from your girlfriend. <laughs> confirming that. Yeah, she's like, I have no space for makeup or clothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's filled with Hellboy crap. <laughs> And uh, so I ended up getting tons of free crap, uh, free stuff, and sorry. Yeah. Well, you know, You're it's fine. all crap. Uh, yeah, you can, it's in the theme. You, you can, can say words. Here, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then the uh, shop were like, okay, they want to take a photo with you. As I was taking a photo with the guys from Earth Two, and that was insane. And and the guys from Dark Horse were like, sorry, can we use the photos of you? 
uh, on Dark Horse, and it turns Ooh. out that he actually knew me from uh, Hellboy News on Twitter. That's so That's cool. Yeah, so I, I, it was insane. And then we leave, and then there was this guy, sorry, we're shooting a Hellboy documentary. Can we interview you? And I was like, nice. sure. So I gave this little interview, and, and I was just like, what the hell just happened? That's so amazing. <laughs> uh, it could have been just like 30 seconds. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Mike goes, I don't like you. Go away. <laughs> yeah, <right>. and, and then <laughs> left and like get kicked out the door or something. But it was like, I couldn't have asked for better. It was it was insane. That's great. That insane. is so happy. wonderful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We didn't even tell him we have a podcast about Hellboy. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be know. evasive. And then I told my yeah. girlfriend that, and she said I was insane for not bringing it up. And I was all, I tried. I just defended myself. I was. Jessica like, was like, try to get him to say something. I was like, I'm not gonna ask him to record <laughs> yeah. something. Didn't want to bother. Oh, no, that, would be, that would be much. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, for all I know, like you know, he doesn't know us. He doesn't know what kind yeah. of thing this. But is. I think that if you guys said we have a podcast about Hellboy, he would be like, oh, thank you. You know, yeah. free publicity. For you sure. Guys are- <laughs> and also, I do think he's such a nice guy. Like, he was super nice. We barely talked nice. to him, of course. We didn't have like the length that I think we had with you, but we actually had like a good, short, brief interaction. And yeah. he was very delightful. He signed yeah. way more stuff than, I mean, yeah, we were he really saw her things. holding more stuff. And was like, you want me to sign that too? Yeah, yeah. He was like, as long as, because I guess the employee wasn't looking and he was like, as long as no one's looking, oh. Just, and then like yeah. started signing everything else. That's nice. It's like, you're the best. Because yeah. it was like limit three, but he yeah. just, he signed like a ton of, a bunch of stuff. I mean, me, so. he should, like, that. He got it. Yeah, you made it. the investment. I think that that's completely like. <laughs> he was like, this guy. This guy appreciates yeah, it. This yeah, you know? yeah. He's like a, like and a it's, Uber fan. It's so yeah, nice to meet the cool. creator that you're like, you look at him and you're like, they appreciate it, but they're not full of themselves. Yeah. Like, that's what I admired of yeah. him so much. I was like, you're not full of yourselves, but you are so highly appreciative of what everybody loves of the thing you create. Exactly. Right. I think my Mignola is just kind of like a like an ordinary guy that just happened to get, like, looking in, like, the comic book space yeah. and then became this incredibly pro- prolific artist and, yeah. and writer. And now he just kind of, like, it, that's just his life. So I guess that he must just be, like, a, a normal dude that just... Yeah, it just seems very really famous. Like, oh, I'm very nights. lucky. The thing that I like to do yeah. it resonates with people. Yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and that's why he created Hellboy was just to be able to tell the stories that he wanted to tell, and yeah. and, and you know he yeah. loves folklore and stuff. So that's his job. He just does what he likes. So cool. Yeah, what a dream. You live <laughs> yeah. in the dream, Mr. <laughs> Lugnello. <laughs> live in the dream. Well, I mean, you guys have your podcast, <laughs> that's, that's right? <laughs> hey, we got uh, something <laughs> going on. Yeah, we have, we have other dreams. <laughs> this is my passion project to keep my mind off the fact that I haven't reached my goals. <laughs> I don't have enough ambition. I haven't even to do started that. reaching my goals yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> You're young, though. You're young. You got a life ahead of you. We'll be okay. Hopefully. <laughs> You'll find me on the street one day, like, hey, Ethan. I'm like, hey. Same Earth 2 t shirt. Wow, 20 years later, still wearing the same clothes. Oh, is is the movie coming? Does the movie have the same release date in No, it does not. When do you see it? Well, that's actually something I want to talk about in here to just like. You're going to gripe? Yeah, I'm going to gripe a little bit. Because uh, it releases on, over here it's the 12th of April. Yes. It's the same in the UK and, and other countries that have English uh, speaking language. Sure. And uh, for us, it will be, it will be the 19th of May. Wow. So we get they it dub a it? full month. Yeah, they okay. dub the films. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Probably the, pr- it's probably due to like production schedule. Have exactly. Because you have to lock and edit yeah. and then in addition to that, go back and then dub that edit. And wow. the laws of like distributing something in a different country and like you have to respect everything that like France's oh, yeah. movie biz has. And, and like, and because I spoke with a guy who was in Brazil and he gets it just at the start of May. So wow. that will be, so it just depends on the country, I guess. 
But oh. uh, the where I live, um, all the cinemas are in English anyway. So really, that's, yeah. So I don't really get it as long as they have subtitles. Um, wow, you know, yeah, it's a strange one. It's a strange one. But you know, I am the only Twitter Hellboy news thing that will not be able to see the movie. No, for a month oh, after so it comes out, and that will be. Hard. You hear that dark horse? You should <laughs> hook this guy up. I mean, get Lions you into a screening game. or something like that. Yeah, God. fly him out to a screening. <laughs> if only, that would be insane. But I think my boss would like beat me up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at that point. Just I'm already sheer jealousy. Just like, <laughs> I'm going. It's gonna be me. Aww. Well, I'm well sure that's wonderful. Yeah. What are you, uh, uh, your thoughts? You're so you're super excited for the new movie. I'm so excited. Like. Yeah. That's the entire point where I'm on Twitter was because I, I wanted to... Because, like, hardly anyone talked about it at the start. And I was like, there's so much news that no one knows about. So I just kind of like, okay, well, I'll make something and hopefully, you know, people will read it and, and discover some of the stuff that's going on with the movie. Awesome. And, and this... Oh, my God, this film. I cannot wait for this film. It's exactly. R-rated. It's written by Mike Mignola. It's directed by the guy who did The Descent. David Harbour's Hellboy. Yeah. It's 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 insane. It's going to be incredible. I, I'm even if like no one goes and see sees it, I will pay all of their wages with the amount of times I'm going to go and see this. Film. It's amazing. <laughs> Your enthusiasm is contagious. Yeah, very yeah. contagious. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I yeah. love that excitement. <laughs> um, before we take our quick break and jump into our story this week with you, because um, you're so gracious to do that with us, um, do you? What's your favorite? If you had to pick. A favorite Hellboy story. What is it for you? Or maybe what one comes to mind? Not to put I have less three. Pressure. You don't have to. Okay. Three, I have three that come to mind. Very fair. Uh, for one, Conqueror Worm because of the connection I have with, with it when I was a kid. And all yeah, the, all the first one and you got. It's a beautiful story. It's yeah. amazing, and it's it's funny, but it's really dark. And yeah, it's great. And uh, the other two will definitely be the Corpse, which is just a fantastic yeah. Hellboy story. And the other one is, I cannot remember the name of it, but it's the one where the daughter, no, I think it's like her, someone's uncle has like a, like a, has been possessed and he blows up to like a, an enormous size and Hellboy has to like kind of come in and- Mr. Todd, right? That's Goodbye, it, Mr. Mr. Todd. Todd. Goodbye, Mr. Todd. And then he ends up exploding after yeah. he eats Hellboy. And that, I love that because it's kind of just like Hellboy is like a plumber, but- <laughs> For monsters, and he comes in, and he's like, "Oh yeah, no, I've seen this kind of thing before. I have like a charm that, like, <laughs> if he eats it with this flower, he'll he'll yeah. die, and then ends up getting eaten himself." And he's like, "Shit!" <laughs> and, uh, and it ends up blowing up, and she's like, "Where's my uncle?" And Hellboy's like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> that was just <laughs> it happened. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do anything about it." <laughs> These are all great. I those great are stories. all great, and I love that too about Hellboy. That's like one of my favorite things in the comic and the, the comics yeah. is how much of he's just the working man yeah. but and happens like, to be a demon. The story that we're going to read now is is very much that kind of just like a job where yeah. you just get there and and just see what happens type thing and it's yeah. it's 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 so good. I love that side of Hellboy. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It feels very much like a police investigation. Well, I guess we'll, yeah. we'll get into it. We'll after get this into break. it. We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> we'll be right back and we're going to go through Dr. Carp's experiment. Hey, this is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. And we do a podcast called Why Mommy Drinks. Each episode, we have a guest and we all share a story of a time that our kids drove us to drink. Parenting isn't easy, but it sure can be funny. Listen to us on Campfire Media. Why Mommy Drinks. Welcome to Aw Crap, a Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero. 
Hosted by me, Kate Thompson. And me, Mark David Christensen. And we're here with our wonderful guest. Hellboy News. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ethan Baird. Ethan the man behind Hellboy, Hellboy News. News. Better known to you as Hellboy News. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so we're all gathered here today to, <laughs> that sounded morbid. Um, to, <laughs> we're gathered here today for the loss of for Ethan's <laughs> Twitter account. <laughs> oh no. The suspension of Ethan's Twitter account. Um, I actually this, got suspended once. Oh that no, was, for what? Because yeah, why? I wanted to put the age of the account instead of my age. Oh. And the limit age on Twitter, I think, is 18. And uh, because technically that would have meant that I was two years old. Oh my they were gosh. like, we can't let you use Twitter. And I was suspended until I had to make a uh like, you had to, like a, a prove demand. your age? Yeah. I had to uh, send my passport and my... Yeah. What? Yeah, it was, it was stressful. I was like... Shit, I've just Could you guys everything. like warn us about that first? <laughs> I like, swear I'm not a baby. I swear yeah. I'm not two years <laughs> old on two. Twitter. I'm not a toddler on Twitter. <laughs> Even though, come on, let's admit it. There should be a Twitter for toddlers. Mm. Somebody <laughs> is going to follow. Oh my God. <laughs> like, okay, weird. I, <laughs> I just find it funny that like, because toddlers, I, I'm not going into pedophilia. No, okay? no. Well, well. I just find the fact that toddlers oh cannot God, form not. like proper sentences. proper sentences or even things that are really coherent for Twitter. So it's funny to me to just tweet their what they would say nonsense. <laughs> that's half of twitter yeah. is. anyway so here we are to read and look over dr carp's experiment which was of course written and illustrated by mike vignola cover uh colored by dave stewart lettered by clem robbins and edited by scott alley originally published in the dark horse book of hauntings august 2003 um but uh, for me at least i'm reading it on hoopla in the trade paperback Hellboy Volume 7, the, tr um, excuse me, Hellboy Volume 7, The Troll Witch and Others. So, yeah. Very good book. Very yeah, good. Yeah, and it's in uh, Volume 4 of the library edition. Um, but this, uh, in the like Hellboy fandom wiki, they have the Dark Horse Book of Hauntings and it looks really cool. I wanna, I wanted to try to find this one, but I, I couldn't find it to download. Or... Yeah, the cover's very cool. It looks awesome. But, I haven't seen the cover. Uh, here, let me... It's, it's on the like just like an Hellboy old pulpy looking, oh, nice. yeah, like very much like pulpy horror story. Nice looking, kind of like guy holding a candelabra, <laughs> sort of a <laughs> big thing. old ghost. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, we, it opens up. We get this. Uh, Real quick before we jump oh, yeah, in, yeah. I don't know if you saw this. Oh on no, your copy. I didn't. It has a little like cool like um, what is this appendix to it? Yeah. And um, this is what Mignola had to say about Doctor Carp's experiment. He says, the basic idea of this one, this the time travel, the scientist, the monkey, and the blood, goes back a long time. It's probably one of the first Hellboy stories I thought of. I plotted it, I plotted and replotted it a bunch of different times over the years, setting it in a bunch of different locations. It was almost part of Conqueror Worm. Oh, it would have hmm. been in Chapter 3 instead of the cabinet full of heads. Okay. Which would have been a major different, like, Absolutely. tonally yeah. change for that. And then, but for whatever reason, I didn't get around to putting it on paper until 2003. Why this version instead of any of the others? I don't know. I think one day I realized I'd never done a haunted house story and thought that doing something very subtle, old pictures and whispery voices with something extremely unsubtle at the center of it, electric harpoons and a demon monkey would be sort of funny. <laughs> yeah yeah that's it yeah it's like all the things he likes to draw i'm glad i'm kind of glad it didn't get into conquer worm because i think yeah. the heads are so morbid and, yeah um and it's kind of like a like um like a like a hint to what's coming yeah like if you don't know who von klempt is 
you don't know that he's actually just a head in a jar yeah. Yeah. inside of a body. So it's yeah. kind of like a Thematically, little wink it works towards much better. Yeah, what's, what's coming up. Agreed. Yeah, it was the best call. And oh. I think tonally it just would have it would have been sort of like a weird left turn for everything that was going it's on. It's a little sillier yeah. than the tone of the rest of the I mean, there is comedy in Conqueror Worm, but it's yeah. not it's it's dark. It's less yeah, Conqueror Worm's less, I think, pulpy. I mean, mm. aside from Lobster Johnson being involved mm-hmm. in it. But even then, it, he's this feels, uh-huh. he's still a like a like he's a dead guy who hunts Nazis. Yeah. And he's cause he's not he doesn't actually feel like he's there. It's yeah. kind of more like he's just pushing Roger in a certain direction. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the only time that he's actually present is when they're shooting up the zombies in that in that big old underground basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But apart from that, Lobster Johnson is kind of more like a like a Deus Ex Machina type, like just ghost that happens to be Spirit guide for Roger. Little, exactly. uh, Bob Marley. Yeah. <laughs> for huh? Roger. Marley. Uh, Bob Marley? Isn't it Bob Marley? From uh, not, oh, what, Robert. What is Oh, no. I'm not Bob Marley. Uh, the Marley. The Marley. The Marley from Christmas Carol. The, uh, which is his first name. It's not Bob because Bob's a fuck. I can't believe it's. I, here's that would be amazing thing. if I Bob Marley was in the Christmas Carol. Cannot, yeah, it's Christmas Carol. I, I Jacob Marley? Jacob Marley. This is not getting it. But the reason I thought of Bob is because I couldn't think of I couldn't think of his first name. Scrooge's old partner, Bob Marley. Marley. Just really stoned. You know, there's a fucking college production of Christmas Carol out there. You're a bit of cheese or or weed, as maybe just or you're just a funky bit of weed I smoke. Could have been the fucking pot, Bob. That's why I'm seeing you. Oh my god. Oh, that would actually be quite a cool twist. Was it the weed or was it you know? Yeah. Right now I'm realizing someone needs to do a new rendition. Of Bob Christmas Marley. Carol and include Bob Marley. Hey, save it for like a UCB bit show. I think uh, that would work yeah. perfectly. 100%. Um, yeah. okay. I feel like I don't know how anybody has not already done that. <laughs> oh God, that but I, yeah, it's such gold. Sorry, it's I can only gold. think of his last name gold. because I love the Christmas Carol by the Muppets. Yeah. And they just call them the Marleys. The Marley brothers. brothers. Yeah, because there's, there's two, two of them. them. Nice. Great movie. Love it. Oh, so by much. the way, yeah. Best best adaptation of Christmas Carol. The Muppets? Yes. The Muppets Christmas Carol is the best adaptation. I saw. I saw one. It was uh, it was kind of like a, an English uh, TV series that was a special for I think it was last Christmas, Ooh. and I cannot remember for the life of me what it was called. But uh, it was kind of like these guys that tried to do a production of A Christmas Carol, uh, but they had no money, and everything just goes so wrong. And <laughs> it's just it's the funniest thing in the world. If if I can find it, I'll tell you. But yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's so good. And in the end up, they they can't get a turkey. So they get end up stealing all the cameras and going to like a, a supermarket and getting some chicken nuggets and just oh it's, my it's God. I want to watch this. <laughs> it's really good. Now oh. that we're on this weird Christmas Carol, a Christmas tangent. Carol goes wrong. Is that it? Mm. Is yeah. that it? I think it might be that. We gotta yeah. find I it. So. I gotta watch this. The other Christmas Carol it. version I like is Black Adder's oh, Christmas yes. Carol because yeah. it's the reverse. Yeah, and where he gets bad instead of good. It's <laughs> so good. That's fantastic. Um, oh. There's a uh, well. That was our segment called <laughs> oh, Christmas Carols. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a holiday. <laughs> our first of, <laughs> yeah, first of many tangents. Yeah, first of many tangents. All right, Kate, get us back on track <laughs> yeah. and jump into the story. Right, so Doctor like. Carf's experiment. Uh, yeah, across the ocean to Long Island, New York, 1991. Um, so it's kind of a, it's sort of a smaller freak of the week kind of case that we're looking at where Hellboy's investigating this house with the help of the BPRD. Um, uh, so yeah, just a quick kind of opening to this very spooky haunted house. As Mignola said, he wanted to do a haunted house kind of story. And 
accomplished. It's a beautifully rendered haunted house in this first panel. Um, kind of going over, you know, Dr. Karp, born in 1936, da, da, da. he's done these experiments and you get the idea right away. I mean, of course, you have like the usual ominous skulls. You have this like hooded lid uh, figure, very, very, you know, morbid looking guy in this mm-hmm. in this painting of himself. And also these like little symbols of like you get this the eye here. You have her, uh, a statue of Hermes that's like coming into the, into the panel show. here, yeah. which I didn't realize. So like uh, Hermes, I was like, well, why does he have that? Because he puts all these little things in there for a reason, I would assume. Yeah. He's the um, uh, the Greek god of the underworld, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he, yeah. he is. So he is like the god of the boundaries and the transgression of boundaries. So he would take... He can like move between the mortal world and the spirit world and would that like take people. So cool. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. Like, of course, like that makes yes. sense. Yeah. He's so he has, you know, always inserting these little kind of uh, references to other lore and myths. And ah, he's I love a- that he he just he understands folklore. And yeah. Like mythology. And he just likes to play with it. And it. It gives it so much depth. Like it's a, it's like the the first time we saw Hellboy uh, bleed and the blood became lilies. Yeah. Uh, That was uh, a remake of King Arthur against the dragon. And like, it's just little, little things like that. It's so fun. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It gives it such a, such a history without having to, you know, give you panels and panels of text or anything like it lets you kind of see that and interpret it into the story for yourself if you want or you can just see it and be like an old statue yeah what i love i mean he does what like a lot of good things will do is where like i'm gonna just equate like horror movies for this a horror most great horror movies are about a deeper thing right yeah Yeah. they're they're actually speaking about uh, the human experience in some degree the ones that work the best is that they out in the base they already just have a story a basic story right then it gets deep, deeper and you're like, oh, there's more to be told, right? Yeah. But if you don't have that simple base that I can enjoy it, I don't think the rest works. And I think I'm just saying that I think Mignol pulls that off where every story is simple on its surface. But God, the the, deep. the deep deepness yeah. of it is just so. Yeah. It's almost, I would call it bottomless. Yeah. All great horror stories like that. Like, um, I think last year we got uh, Hereditary. Yeah. Which yeah. is just like, it starts off, you have no idea where it's going. Yeah. And then it just kind of like builds and builds. And or you like kind of think you do. Like yeah. I was definitely in a, in a, yeah, like yeah. we the theater we were in, I think everybody kind of, you know, you anticipate it going one way and everybody thinks they're like so ahead of the story. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, you know, something when, happens yeah, to it. Happens. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah like, oh, you can shit. hear the air go out of everyone in the theater. It's <laughs> just like, Oh, <laughs> Oh wow. Very spooky. That um, is, and that's a, that's a rough scene. That is a oh, rough yeah. scene. Yeah. That is, that I'm very is... excited for his next movie, Midsummer. Yes. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, he calls it, uh, he goes, Wizard of the Oz, Wizard of Oz for perverts. That's what he's calling it. Oh, wow. <laughs> have you seen it? I, I might have t- talked about his first movie when he was like a film student. I haven't seen it. It's a fucked up movie, dude. It's <sighs> less surprised. of a horror movie and more of like an overt like family drama. Uh, no, we have talked about okay, it. It's the okay. one where the dad, the dad and the son. The dad a, and the son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not we don't need to get into that. Let's get back yeah. to Hellboy. Anywho's, That's some yeah. dark shit. Let's go we'll to something to less Hellboy. horrific, a haunted house <laughs> with a madman inside. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so the the this BPRD agent, who I don't recognize. Do you guys know this agent? I don't know her. I, is it not Kate? 
I thought it was Kate when uh when I, I saw her for the first I would assume time. it's not with her glasses and yeah, her true, longer hair. Kate's I'm blonde, like maybe so. yeah. I feel like this this agent has reddish hair. Yeah. yeah. And her her cut is definitely longer than Kate. Kate never wears glasses. No. I'll call her Scully for the time. Being. I love it. I think <laughs> yeah. I think he was just building and maybe just didn't have either threw her in, didn't have a character name yeah. for her. She's just a because I assume Hellboy doesn't always work with Kate directly. No, sure. I mean, I'm saying maybe if we percentage wise, he's done more with her because yeah. they have a close relationship. But I figure if they need him, they send him to whoever. Yeah. yeah, and in the same way, it kind of fleshes it out to have these other peripheral characters. Yeah. That it's, it's like, like it's, it's a bureau. It's yeah. not just a team. It's yeah. like a yeah. it's a government agency. So there's going to be more than one agent there. Yeah, that's, that's very extensive. Thing. Yeah. Um. So she lets uh, Hellboy know that this Doctor Carp was uh, Grandmaster in the Golden Lodge, the Heliotropic Brotherhood of Ra. Oh, those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is, um, that's actually in, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the new clip for the upcoming Hellboy film where he's in a uh, towel. Uh, he says, uh, yeah, they're, um, they're the like Osiris a, club, right? Exactly. The Osiris club. They're like a, an extension of the brotherhood of Ra. Yeah. And he goes, oh, Ra, I met him in the underworld. He was a bit of an awkward duck. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, so I love that the movie is also incorporating even like little stories like yeah. this. It's, it gets its, its inspiration from, from everything. That's the exact yeah. flavor of it because it's like there you know he does that in these comics so well where he's just inserting these other little stories so yeah. it's nice to take those little details and put them in i think For people it, who know yeah it yeah. does yeah. it does it justice um yeah and then we kind of get hellboy getting the rundown of you know just that he lived in the uh carp lived in this house nobody's really sure what happened it certainly is haunted you know in the yeah. usual way kind of they're <laughs> yeah. kind of like Run-of-the-mill haunting. Yeah, we know all this. You know, his I like the bureau showing up to haunting like jobs and going, it's just haunted. Like yeah. this is like this is above our yeah. pay grade. A, We're just gonna leave it, out leave it haunted and move on. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's been like killed here yet on on our end. <laughs> yeah. um, something violent happened a long time ago, and then you get this kind of nice, like you have this nice. Uh, just these cabinets of uh, artifacts and photos with all of these, you know, yeah. a regular on. broom here, you yeah. know, broom. And Very like and broom would love to look at each other's collection. Cobwebbed <laughs> old house. Uh, yeah, you I get love... a little foreshadowing with this open brain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> just really. Uh, really I love cool. how uh, Mike does um, cobwebs. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's just a shape, but you know exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. Just like all of his art, it's just minimalistic, but you know exactly what you're looking at. Yeah. And between him and Dave Stewart, I, I get such a feeling of like, what a dusty, like yeah. I can smell this house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it really creates this atmosphere. Um, It's so great. It's so great. And his like, just strong use of like these big swaths of black yeah. throughout. The um, shadow and there's no light in the, you know that there's no light in this house, but the only yeah. light is where he wants you to look. Yeah. Like when it comes to Hellboy and this, and this age and, and, and like at the top of the stairs, you're thinking to yourself, Ooh, there might be something there. Mm -hmm. So it's like the way that he uses lighting and shadows, he's just, it's insane. Yeah. yeah he he really knows eye. how to draw your eye around yeah. this page. Like, ugh, it's great. And I, I, in addition to you guys praising him, he <laughs> just uses random panels in the best way. Yes. Right. They never feel obsolete or like, oh, I can pull that out and I'll be fine. It's yeah. like, no, like these ones, in addition to showing them walking through this dusty house, just those quick panels of a statue with cobwebs and close on a wheat, like a heart sculpt. Like it's like you just get the feeling there's just such weight. Something and like yeah. there's something creepy. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Yeah. And just the, yeah, like the, qu these quick, small, 
panels where you get you get the feeling as though you're walking through this house and it's overwhelming how many things are in this house. It's clearly like, uh, you know, just covered with photos and paintings and it's like a lot to look at. So you get this feeling, the sense of like, I'm quickly like walking through and trying to take all of this in. Yeah. Um, it's atmosphere, fantastic. baby. Atmosphere. Atmosphere, dude. <laughs> atmosphere. Very well established atmosphere. The, the, he is just like the, he knows how to use atmosphere. Yeah. He knows exactly what he's doing when yeah. it comes to atmosphere. Oh, he's so great. He's brilliant. Love him. <laughs> yeah. And like, a nice guy to this. boot. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. He's nice and he's talented. <laughs> why, why are we even here? What's, yeah. the, what's the point anymore? <laughs> but like in the in this little panel, uh, I think it's it's on the second page for you, and uh, yeah. it's mm-hmm. this one. Oh, I like see, yeah. you see, uh, like a reflection in the mirror oh, of yeah. like a little painting that's yeah. you know. On the, so it kind of gives it like a three dimensional space. Like this yeah. is a room, and there is things behind you and in front of you, and. It's it's brilliant. Yeah, and then to cut from that to the painting to, the and painting to like itself. zooming in on the painting within the mirror. Oh, it's so neat. And that's just as he starts to hear and he's like, it's a voice, like yeah. recognizing mm-hmm. he's hearing something that she can't. Oh. And I love her too. She's like, you know, we don't even really know this agent, but you can he character he gives her so much character in the in these like three pages where she's like, is it Latin in 1928? Miss it? Like she's like done her research yeah. and she yeah. knows everything about this house. <laughs> which her like eyes aren't necessarily open or her you know she can't understand these things in the same way that hellboy does yeah because he's has like a like a fundamental connection with this kind of thing yeah Yeah. he's just more connected to the spiritual realm in in a way that she couldn't possibly yeah so she's just flipping through her notes like oh i guess this must be what you know is it latin like (laughs) that tick that box is latin okay meanwhile (laughs) he's like chalk on a board like he's having a full-blown like (laughs) Like, vision of what's going on Um, yeah, so she uh, talks about how some blueprints were unearthed of the original house, um, led them to this basement area. We see more BPRD agents investigating. Yeah. Um, again, like little clouds of dust and more cobwebs on everything. Which is cool. I love that because um, it's kind of like you just think that there's these two people yeah. here because most, the, most of the comics it's rather Hellboy by himself or Hellboy with someone else. Like a partner, yeah. But here it's kind of like, oh, there's like a cleanup crew that are downstairs yeah. that are like trying to... So there's probably more people in this house that are checking it out. So this is like a proper full-blown like mission, like kind of like, mm-hmm. like um, when you exterminate like a cockroach thing. Yeah. Like you have an entire like team going into, crew. yeah, a crew of people. And Plus I just... guess it's in Long Island as opposed to like, I feel like so often he's going to a small European town or something. Yeah. So I have like a little crew of people will go out, but this is like, oh, yeah. it's just in Long Island. Like we'll go down, down there. The yeah. yeah we'll... Take the van. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Couple hours, we'll all be out there. (laughs) The BPRD mobile. (laughs) It's so cool. And then we're see so, and we also see these kind of, uh, we see a like shadowy hand drawing these symbols. You know, so often Mignola will use these kind of like, it's like when Rasputin speaks in this like kind of deep language that he's using. Uh, They look very reminiscent to that sort of stuff. Um, And then we get this big, iron you know or or like steel door that's been sealed up by the brick um that the team is uncovered but they're like you go first <laughs> yeah. you're the gonna big open with the door hand you can you can deal with this <laughs> right <laughs> it's like uh so he's slowly creaking in uh it's cold as hell in and then uh just his look of shock as he opens the door and yeah two like amazing uh kind of like not like steampunky necessarily, but I'm like call them sci-fi thugs. They have, yeah, they're like <laughs> yeah. it's like uh almost like Tesla esque weapons that yeah. they're using. Yeah. 
um, these harpoons attached to like electrical nodes that are uh, that he gets like jumped by stabbing into well, all this great Kirby crackle. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually I'm just realizing this now. I don't know if you guys saw the new clip of the film that's just come out where he goes and meets the uh, wild hunt for the first time. Uh, I might not have seen I've that one. It literally just came out like a couple of hours ago. And oh, I was straight uh. on it. And uh, they have like harpoons with uh, backpacks that make the harpoons electric. Yeah, and they're hey. saying, yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's to, it won't kill a giant, but it will definitely bring him down and you know, like subdue him. And they're exactly the same as this. That's so, what we're looking at. Yeah. So yeah. if the th- uh, I can't, is the Brotherhood of Ra? Is it? Yeah. See, when as in the film, they have an affiliation with this. Like they've even taken just the smallest like harpoon backpack electric thing from this this brotherhood and incorporated it into the story. That's so exciting. That's very awesome promising. Art. You guys you need know? to watch that clip. Yes, yeah, I, I haven't seen that one. It's, uh, you see Hellboy be Hellboy for the first time. You see David Harbour doing his thing and it's, cool. it's good. It's uh, very good. Yay, I'm so relieved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're making me excited. It's very promising. Yeah. <laughs> it's very much like this. Like he gets there and he sees like that big, um, the, the what do you call it? The, um, like a deer hat mm-hmm. and he's like oh i don't have to wear the hat do i he's <laughs> like no that's my job <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so good and oh, like wow. yeah just this again like his action sequences um you know no like fancy panels uh, they're all just still you know either horizontal or vertical rectangular panels but he's giving you this like as he's zooming in on this blade, you Every really, yeah, you get yeah. the sense of this action that's happening. Yeah, because you sent like that harpoon lights up as soon as it gets its closest. Then we go into that wide. It's yeah. just it flows so well to keep Once you Hellboy's st- down. Yeah, to keep you. you stuck in the action and yeah. totally mm. subdued. This great shot of them grabbing his arm real quick. Yeah, filling up a neat, like a vi- like mm-hmm. a, uh, yeah, just a. N- n- like a plunger full of blood. <laughs> um, yeah. Like you feel Hellboy's confusion in this. Like yeah. he yes. would just like two guys have just come up behind him and then all of a sudden lights and then all of a sudden he's down and it's, and they're taking his blood and yeah. it's all so sudden and so quick. And Ugh. you can see the scientist in the back with the chalkboard. And yeah. The, and Dr. Carp, we recognize this guy from yeah. his uh, beautiful Painting. picture. So he's, uh, <laughs> we see him like, you know, with these uh, amazing like Mignola, just circular glasses that he likes yeah. to throw on people. These like Lobster almost Johnson. like welding glasses yeah. or welding goggles. Um, and yeah, he fills up the vial with blood. They're keeping him subdued even as he's like grabbing the harpoons and getting electrocuted. Um, Carp runs over to a chimpanzee that he's got strapped to a, a like a, a table. table uh, pretty like I mean it's graphic without being explicit no holding up this uh, plunger to his to this chimps I love you calling that syringe a plunger syringe yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you, what do you I mean that's I guess that's part of it yeah there's like I don't the know. mechanism of a syringe to hold I'm not down. frequently yeah. injecting anything so <laughs> I, I don't chimps, know so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, particularly <I> not that <laughs> oh always bragging Dave <laughs> yeah so he's you know so we get that he injects this directly into this guy's brain immediately this chimp breaks out of his restraints jumps up his he goes from like this kind of like you know bathed in this blue electrical light to to, like bright warm red like 
demon heat that has, he's been injected with and he starts changing immediately. Oh, I love the colors. Like it's Dave Stewart, right. isn't it? Who does the This is brilliant. He is he understands Mignola. Like so they completely. Are, they are so connected when it comes to the coloring of of what's going on. Yeah, like, and like together they really make such a good team. For, yeah. Like I mean his uh, Mignola's stuff in black and white of course is like it's still fantastic but yeah. I think, yeah, I think he really understands the tone that he's the always going for. And, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So, like, yeah, now we have these, like, this new kind of energy in this room. The electricity has stopped now that this chimp has gone completely nuts. Yeah, <laughs> like, it just yeah. starts smashing the scientists. Like, there's a guy who's lost a leg, like, just here, I think. Like, just here. Yeah. He's, like, he's lost his leg. Ugh. And he's just, like, everyone's being, like, torn apart by this enormous chimp. Yeah, And Hellboy's just, just kind of, like... What the hell is happening? Yeah. I'm gonna have to fight something, and I don't know why. <laughs> you could see on his for that look of like yeah. where it's like I knew <sighs> I was gonna have to punch something. Like <laughs> I had to go in first. I yeah. had to go in. first. It's always <laughs> something. Yeah, it's always yeah. something with this. And then like these huge tusks start growing. All of like Mignola's favorite things. These yeah. like sapien ape-like uh, sort of like grasping hands. Big like kind of. Popeye forearms with on yeah. these like wild pendulous and these tiny little legs. Uh, yeah, these just, teeny little legs yeah. that he loves. <laughs> Big, like, gnarled hands that he loves. Like, all these great things that you can tell he thinks are so fun to draw because they're so fun to look at. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and so, you know, Carp's all jacked up. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's just the showdown between... Uh, Demon Chimp and, and Hellboy. Demon Chimp. Yeah, and Demon, Chimp. <laughs> Demon Chimp's great time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's getting bigger and bigger by the second. Um, lifting up Hellboy, like making it look easy. Looks like he's gonna eat him too. Yeah, yeah he's like about. He, he's growing like second by second, about to devour him completely. And now, you can oh. you can tell in the little panels that just come after, like you get the Doctor's eyes, even though he's dead. Yeah. Like it, and then all of a sudden it turns. It goes to a guy uh, loading a gun. Yeah. And then it goes back to his eyes. It's kind of like even though he's dead, he's like, "Don't kill my creation." Yeah, he's yeah. Still yeah. like, "This is you're gonna kill what I've created," and and it's kind of like a, a personal moment, even for a guy who's not even there anymore. He's, oh yeah. You know he's put insane. so much time into getting this. Especially yeah. Especially if if we're taking this as literally whatever spell that's on that chalkboard and what they finalize included time travel. Yeah. yeah. I bet you. I mean, clearly by the length of his hair, I think Mignola's illustrating that he has sacrificed a lot of his time of his yeah, life just this. for this small event. And yeah. with the like the quickness that he operates once the once Hellboy is subdued, it's like, oh, this is a well calculated. Yeah, they've well been planning yeah. this plan. for a very long time. Yeah. yeah, and he's still like you said, he's still observing, even yeah. like these ghostly kind of eyes that are you know still there. He, either he's on the brink them, of death, so. or he's dead, and it's like, ugh. yeah, and this yeah. guy's gonna kill the moment that he's been waiting for his entire life. Yeah. And no. Devastating. <laughs> well, it yes, for us, but not <laughs> Yeah, he, like, fills this, like, beefy torso, this, yeah. like, other Mignola favorite thing, This these, like... Enormous stomach. Yeah. <laughs> starts filling him up with lead. Yeah. Shoots him. The uh, chimp starts shrinking, and then Hellboy lands with a thud, again, bathed in this kind of, like, not the bright electric blue light that we saw earlier but again this dusty kind of darker cool light yeah um and they're calling for him like he's sur- again surrounded by these awesome cobwebs 
they call to him Hellboy. Holy crap! <laughs> How long was I in there? I mean, two seconds. Like you know, so we oh, so immediately. Good. It's like, oh, nobody else saw this. Nobody else experienced this. No, because he must have like he was back in time at that point. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when he drops to the ground once the experiment was over, he's back in the current day. Yeah. And you Ooh. see the aftermath years later of what happened, yeah. like in that moment, and. Oh. Part so of this good. like sigil or whatever, you know, this like uh, wiped away, wiped away. Dusted and uh, yeah, the bodies of everybody, like the whole, like you said, the aftermath of this chaotic fight, um, the warped skull of this chimpanzee. So it's like, okay, well, like you almost get the sense of what, what, what's happening? What's true? Like you, he, you're disoriented as Hellboy, kind of putting these pieces together. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then the BPRD walks in like, wow, whatever they did, they sure conjured a demon and then shot him right away. I wonder what the story is with that, huh? So they have no idea what's happened. And yeah. Hellboy's kind of like, I think I'll keep this to myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not going to share that. So that how was... do I put that in a report? Yeah, he doesn't want to fill out the out. paperwork. He's just like, I guess I, I don't know. Guess I Do I have to put a... Do I do two? Do I do one for today and one for the year that I went back to? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. There's all, yeah. So all the BPRD um, guys are basically making these assumptions like, oh, yeah. And then, you yeah. know, he's doing this experiment. His sister found it. So now that I'm thinking about it, they, uh, at the start of the, uh, of the comic, they say he disappeared back in 1836. Right. And this is 1991, right? Yeah. yeah. So like no one knows if he died or not in 1886. So, no, 1836, sorry. Uh, so that must mean like he's been in there since 1836, waiting until 1991 when Hellboy arrived. Yeah. So he must have been waiting for hundreds of years just for that one moment. And or then... for him, would it have been second? Like, that's the thing. Now Seconds we're getting like yeah. Yeah. It, Was it a second? Because what he does... Is yeah. it like, yeah. okay, we're all like... We're about to do this, and then a second he's dead, and then he's found by the, he. They implied maybe the sister oh, found him and sealed it up because no one would have seen this door. No one would have gone in here. Yeah, before. But then. for him, it's definitely. I mean, time travel is such a tricky thing. But yeah. it, it seems like for a second it would have been him, and then she just was like, I don't mean who knows why she would have covered it up, but that's just a whole, to not a whole deal other, with it. I guess that's a whole other thing we could dig into. Just to be like, well, I have to live somewhere, but yeah. I don't uh, want to deal with all of this. <laughs> he must have just disappeared in 1836, but that was when they went in there, Yeah, did the experiment, and then he died, and no one went back in that room ever since, because yeah. Hellboy didn't come in through the door, he just appeared. Yeah. yeah. And, like, hundreds of years later, the BPRD are opening up, that's when Hellboy gets there, and then, <laughs> like, in 1991, it's discovered, oh, he was in the door behind the bookcase. Crazy. Oh, it's wild. very cool. It's very And then, yeah, weird. they're just like, how about you? You all right? Yeah. <laughs> it's been two seconds, you're fine. Yeah, it just doesn't say anything, picks up this vial. You can <sighs> still see the love. blood inside, which I guess would have, you know, it's like this, these little kind of hints of, like, it happened. It happened. It yeah. happened a moment ago and also a hundred years ago. And like, it's, it's really cool. And yeah, just the last little panel of the, of the doctor, of the doctor here and a very like big broad, the end, like gives it a lot of weight. Yeah. It's oh, cool. so good. Very cool. Which I think it's cool to have a story with that much weight and be like, it's final. Like this, yeah. it's, it's connective in a sense of Hellboy's like overall um, future, but like, this little tiny story with Dr. Carp is done. And, but yeah. it's like, what a man to waste a, probably a, so much time for one moment to only have it just 
all blow up in his face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh God. Well, he did it, but yeah, he did it, but yeah, it did not go well for him. It did not go well at all. <laughs> uh, great. Um, any for you guys? Any favorite um, panels oh. or dialogue that you specifically liked from the? Dr. Carp's experiment. Apart from everything. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's always hard to narrow down. In yeah. general. I just, I, I really just like the mood of when they first get there and they're just kind of walking through the building and it's kind of like a dilapidated, like rundown house that no one knows what went down there. And you really get this sense of like this heavy, dusty, like no one's been in there for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, I love all of them. When they find the agents for the first time and, and especially when... Uh, Hellboy subdued, like all the colors and everything is just, it's, it's insane. It's yeah. so beautiful. Yes. Um, what about you, Dave? Any favorites? My absolute favorite out? is the first panel after he returns to the, or second panel after he returns back from the time travel. When he's after he thuds, that first expression of Hellboy as he's sort of like leaning back up and getting and like, it's hitting him with like, yeah. What's just, just happened. Yeah, just been blindsided. And, he, and his only, his, his um, bubble, his um, word bubble is just an exclamation point. Yeah. And his expression, I think, is just perfect. Yeah. Like, he's just such, like, conv- he conveys such confusion. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Because <laughs> Hellboy so doesn't have a lot of expressions. Like, he's <laughs> very yeah. brow mouth. He plays yeah. it close That's, to the chest. Yeah, yeah. typically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, For me, I love this. Uh, I think he is such a master at... Um, telling a story like conveying a chaotic fight in a clear way where you can still follow it. And I yeah. really love um, this, the panel where, or I guess the entire page where the chimp is leaping out at Dr. Carp, but that entire page of just them, you know, his little lackeys still electrocuting Hellboy. Meanwhile, yeah. he's taking this like vial or, you know, this needle of Hellboy's blood over to this chimp who's like, you know, then the injection, it's like everything is conveyed quickly and clearly. And you, his timing is just so cool on this yeah. page. Um, you it's know, as confusing for us as it is for Hellboy, but the mm-hmm. more you look at it, the more you understand. And yeah. the more yeah. it's just, it's, you know, exactly what's going on. It reads so fast and yeah. it's supposed to like, you know, this, it's like a quick, quick event. It's happened. It's like a well-executed plan. For and you know until it pops off and yeah, yeah. and I think you hit on something great. What I think when Mignola does stuff, he knows when he's trying to make you confused in the sense of like we don't know what's going on in a sense motivation wise or what their their goal is. But visually, we never I've never been confused reading Mignola. No, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like absolutely. I don't know what the hell's going on until that needle and that gets to that to that chimpanzee. And you have to go back a couple and be of like, pages oh shit, and, that's their yeah. intent, but. Flow wise and visually, I'm like, I know every step of the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's he's just God, he knows he holds your hand, but in the most gentle way. Yeah. Like yeah. he's almost so subtle. He's almost behind you going, just go that way and see what you find. <laughs> <You'll see. laughs> Which is great. Yeah. So he lets you find it too. Yeah. 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 He doesn't he knows you're not an idiot. Right. He he knows that, you know, if you're reading this stuff, you you understand, you know, how comics work and all this kind of thing. It's it's just like he is saying what he wants to say. He very much gives his reader the benefit of the doubt. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. Love I would it. agree. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love this. It's a great little small story. It's a perfect Hellboy, like a Hellboy short. Just a little square of Hellboy goodness. It's yeah. just it's brilliant. Lovely. Uh, we'd love to hear from you um, listeners. 
um, about your thoughts on Dr. Carp's experiment. Um, you can email us at ah crap a hellboy podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, we always do. We love you leading those. We have a couple of emails coming up in the future that are pretty lengthy. Can't wait to get to <laughs> them. You know who Some you are. Some real beefy emails. <laughs> off of this, um, do we have anything for our listeners that just off the read or anything that's on your mind right now that you want to suggest to our, our listeners that you would ask, you'd refer to them to read, watch, or enjoy? They're, I guess the time travel yeah, element of, of it us. makes me think of like... Uh, uh, I liked Russian Doll on Netflix a lot. Oh my sure god, it's so good! It's really yeah. cool. Um, so check that out if you're like, I want to see. You know, it's a lot of people are like, oh, it's it's Groundhog Day, but I think they do a lot of really fun, new, inventive stuff with the with that as like the basis of of it. Absolutely, um, certainly worth watching. And yeah, really, really fun for the uh, for the creepy house. I would 100 like me and Arlie over there. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, we watched. Um, it's the haunting of Hill House. Oh yeah, and I love it. it's the same vibe. That same creepy. You don't really know what's going on. What's actually happening? What's not happening? Vibe that this that this comic gives off. And I think that yeah. like that would be a pretty. I could see Hellboy like show up at that house. Like something's going on here. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> He would get to the bottom of that exactly really with a guy with a really tall guy with the top hat. He'd be like, oh, "Okay, yeah. fight this guy." Very good, like eerie images and throughout mm. that whole series, uh, brilliant, series. really fun, very yeah. disturbing. Yeah, awesome. I'm just gonna suggest a movie called Time Crimes. I believe Time Crimes. Time Crimes. I mean, I think I it's Time Crimes. Love that title. I think it's Time, time crimes. crimes. Just because uh, that's the only thing that popped in my mind. It probably is not perfect, but I think it's a great time traveler movie that just. Plays with the cool idea of like it is looks it time creepy crimes? as shit. It's like Spanish, <laughs> I believe. This, oh no uh, way! Yeah, I believe yes, so. time crimes. We have this guy nice. who's sort of looking like Elephant Man esque yeah. with this like Ooh. wrapped up bandages around his head. It's a fun little ride of a movie. Yeah? It feels like a good version of like what a short when it feels like you're you're watching a short story. Yeah, we're like, oh cool, it's just like a fun take on time. Nice. If you were to mess up. Mess with time travel. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a good watch. Yeah, we got some homework. Um, so yeah, those are great. Watch those. Listen to read the watch. I think we all gave movies or TV. Serious. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, but great. Do you have anything you'd like to plug in addition to Hellboy underscore news? Hellboy underscore news on Twitter. Uh genuinely, if you want to talk to me about anything, I am fully open to <laughs> I just I love talking about this stuff. And the more I get to talk about it, the happier I am. So never hesitate to just like send me a message or something and just like, just tell me what you, what you're thinking about the new movie, the comics or anything. It's just, it'll be, it'll be great. But apart from that, I'm probably going to start toying with the idea of doing videos on YouTube. Yeah. So I will keep people posted on what that is. Cause I'm going to be getting the 1000 toys, uh, Hellboy figure. Oh, cool. uh, and I want to do like an unpackaging and all that kind of thing of oh, that, yeah. and then review of the movie, all that kind of stuff. So nice that may be coming in the in the not so distant future. And we'll be able to That's see great. that like on Twitter. I, I assume Absolutely. you'll share it there. I okay, will great. Be, I will be sharing it there. Yeah. I also yeah. have uh, Instagram, but I, I never really go on there. It's yeah. more for it's more for like my personal account. Yeah, sure, sure. I never really do the the Hellboy news. I kind of migrated towards Twitter. That's sure. great. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. When you have that stuff out, please send it our way. We'll, Absolutely. We'll repost for you. Yeah. Because you're now an official friend. So. <laughs> friend, friend of the, of the show. Yeah. Uh, great. 
listeners, you can follow us on Instagram at Ah Crap A Hellboy Podcast, Twitter at Ah Crap Hellboy, and you can subscribe, rate, and review um, anywhere you listen to your podcast. But on Apple Podcasts, um, it would be great if you did review there and rate. And if you give us a five star rating, starting with the and a review that starts with the word boom, uh-huh. then we will read that review yeah. and rave about it <laughs> and you right here on the pod. Is there, this one? is there a boom in the No booms no, in this No, one. Booms, no booms in this issue. Only implied booms. Only implied, Only implied booms. booms. Very minimalistic <laughs> yeah. kind of. There's uh, kind of no sound going on when he's fighting that chimp. It's kind yeah. of like a silent, bloody yeah. Ooh, insane yeah. section. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the time, maybe time, maybe well, time travel sucks the sound it. out, you know? Man. Oh, and there's like a, some yeah. I mean, there's something to say. Maybe with time travel, some, your senses get fucked up. Yeah, yeah no one probably. else is experiencing this, and yeah, yeah. ooh, I and, like because it's in a and it could be. You could say maybe it's a place that's like sort of timeless for a little yeah. bit. It's like this vacuum, like a, exactly like a vacuum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. There's I so much the to talk about. Just a small story. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then also before we get out of here, Kate, number eleven. What do you got for them this week for the hashtag right, right hand, hand of draw? Of draw. Um, okay, so I think I'll do. Uh, wait, I didn't do a BPRD vacation, did I? Did no, I do yeah, that? I don't okay. think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so. Okay, BPRD vacation. <laughs> just however you interpret that, however you want to interpret it. Yeah, our, the travels of our friend here, I just, the, that really made me think of it. And yeah, so. Any aspect of it, it could be Hellboy stuffed into a tiny little airplane seat. It could ah. be, you know, Hellboy on the like, beach. Yeah, Hellboy on the beach. That's exactly what I thought of. I was getting like, a tan. What shorts does he wear? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like little Hawaiian oh, surf little shorts. Hawaiian shorts. <laughs> does Hell- he have the jacket or does he not have the jacket? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is he would he would have to be really dedicated to the jacket to keep yeah. it on the beach. But keep I guess he doesn't get hot. I don't know. That's up for you guys to decide. Yeah, and I feel like Liz has to constantly remind Hellboy that he still needs to use sunscreen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like on his nose, just yeah. a little like sunscreen still, on the nose. But I'm a demon. I'm half a demon. That <laughs> you still you can burn (laughs) that's what it yeah that's what they say until you get all burnt Um, oh and i also wanted to do a shout out to some other really nice dudes who we met at the line aaron matt and justin from arsenal comics and games uh just some nice dudes that we met and yeah like they were great so much for being cool and also making comic recommendations yeah everybody that we met in line was very nice Yeah. yeah Um, you know who you are. I'm sorry if I can't, I'm not referencing your, your Instagram right now, but you know who you are. Yeah. Uh, they made that wait much easier by just being friendly. Yeah. Yeah. It was very cool. Very great vibe and had such a good time. I did it. I'd love to, uh, to thank earth Two as well. Oh yeah. They were, oh my God. They put it together. Exactly. They put it together. They got Mignola there. They gave me the opportunity to meet him and they were so inviting and nice and yeah. It gave away a lot of free shit. That yeah. was, <laughs> I was amazed true. by that. I have a suitcase filled with, just, <laughs> with plushies and comics. And, and I just thank you to those guys because they were they were insanely like generous. It really they, is so impressive that, you know, the reception that they gave you. I'm really like, I'm glad that that was part of your trip here. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that that it's my highlight. Yeah. It's definitely my highlight. For the- yeah. Kudos to you, um, Earth 2. Yeah. Great. Good comic book shop. Good people. Great T-shirt. Yeah, yeah great t-shirt. Very really good, good design. <laughs> uh, well, more big thank you to you, uh, thank you. Ethan, yeah. for um, taking the time out on your vacation to pop in and uh, record with us. Honestly, I wouldn't have missed this for anything. I was As soon as you asked, I was like, that's happening. That is definitely <laughs> yeah. happening. Well, it, was, it's a, it was a treat for us. Yeah. Thank so. you for having me. Of course. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you, listeners. 
We'll see you next week, and we love you. Hey, everyone. This is Amy, host of Mom, Get Your Shit Together. And um, I don't know about you moms, but oftentimes I listen to beauty podcasts, which I love, love, love. But the hosts are not moms themselves. So I wanted to go ahead and put together a podcast for you moms, where you can get all the products and hacks and self-care and beauty tips that's geared towards you and your life of keeping humans alive. So please check out Mom, Get Your Shit Together from Campfire Media. And you can hear it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.